Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How the hell are you guys? Huh? Good, yeah. Yeah, good. just everybody uh, excited. Everybody's still reeling from some impressive performances over Week 16 in the NFL. Much I know like, you are. That's all you want to talk about. Well, I mean, listen, I think we should need to talk about some of our little holiday uh, experiences, if, if you will. I mean, yeah. you tell me what's uh, what's it like. I mean, I, well, I've been building toys for the past two days. So, yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. Like you have kids, and then your Christmas becomes <laughs> consumed with assembly. It's like, over. Like, that's basically right. what you become. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But it's fun. It is fun. No, I'll fun. say that. No. Um, my wife implemented the 24-hour rule. Now, do you know what that, that, that is? No. Okay. So typically after a win, right, you got 24 hours to celebrate that win. Well, in this case, her her rule is our girls, they open up their presents. She has them confined to one space. If they don't touch them, for 24 hours. And now these are obviously presents that are open, like unwrapped, but they're not necessarily open from the box. Mm-hmm. She takes them and she'll either return them or give them to someone else. Mm. It's a fantastic <laughs> rule. Wait. She just came up with this this year. Gangster is what Wait. it is. Yeah. Like, it really rule. is. That should be called like, the gangster well, that's, rule. <laughs> we're going to keep doing that forever. Uh, so hey, it, mom, where did that Barbie go? <laughs> uh, say, hey, hold on. You know, God. <laughs> hour 24. <laughs> so if, if, the kids get, if the kids get hooked on one toy that they're playing with, and they're like, oh, I'm going to get to that other one tomorrow, if it's past the 24-hour mark, it just may not be there. Well, do the math. I mean, you got the day after Christmas in the morning, but if you haven't touched it, it's been sitting there. Yeah, it's it's gone. Damn. I've never met your your significant other, but I saw the 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 uh, social media posts. Um, very beautiful family you have there, and all I could sit there and think about was, man, you know. She could beat your ass, bro. Like, <laughs> he's feisty. Like I, I, she, I'm just sitting. She there, tells me that at, every day too. Thanks, Levar. I'm looking at the the family photo and I'm like, dang. All right, QQ looking strong. Got the strong quad muscle going there. The babies look nice. Everything is. Wait, hold on. No, she's she's badass, bro. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to meet her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Say, tell her all the uh, war stories that that we have on during our show. But yeah, I, if, if she gave a twenty hour, twenty four hour rule, then you know what? I'm certain everybody's respecting <laughs> that bad boy. Yes. I, I, just, I just got a, I got a hunch that everybody's respecting it. So, so what got the, thing, the kids? The kids haven't even realized it yet. I mean, we're mm. we're now going on day two, and mm. no point yesterday did, did they realize any of it. And some of them are gone. Yeah. Dang. See, I but know. that's that's that that means your kid. You know, we had to have this sit down talk yesterday. All right, and we had to sit down talk because one of my daughters said that her friend was upset that they they had to have uh like uh, their Christmas on Christmas Eve because mom worked on Christmas Day, works in the hospital, and 
and she, you know, only got maybe like one thing that she wanted for, for Christmas and, and like off her gifts list. And, and I was looking at you, I guess, I, do you guys understand how privileged you are? How, how, you know, how thankful we are as your parents to be able to provide you a day where really, I mean, outside of the, the spiritual side of it, when you talk about the holiday of, of Christmas, when you get away from that, it's really just a an economy stimulus, right? It, it's just really geared towards getting people to spend their money on on things, and you guys get a whole lot of things. Like you know, there's cars parked in the in the driveway. There's dogs that are are walking around barking, and there's there's toys and and all kinds of clothes and gift cards. Like now, the whole thing where I'm at is gift cards. You know, it's like. 200 here 150 there it's like what is that for oh it's it's a it's a credit card it's a prepaid like oh it's an american express like y'all need to wake up and y'all need to smell the coffee of the reality of what life really has to offer and what it really could be and understand that you should be thankful gracious and and really really humble about having these these opportunities on Christmas Day, you know, it was a great conversation too. It really was. And, and so, if that doesn't get through to him, then just say. And if you don't like that, just go talk to Brady's wife. Wait twenty four hours, and she'll mm. toss all those gift cards. That's right. Those we'll we'll toss those gift cards. <laughs> mm. You leave those things laying around. Gone. <laughs> Give it to somebody. I'm gonna to use them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not tossing gone. them. I'm. Hey, I'm a. I'm a confiscate those and use them for 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 myself. I'm sitting there like these kids got credit cards. Right. Jeez, you got a credit card. (laughs) You do whatever you want with it. Like it's no more complaining about the gift. You can go buy whatever the hell you want with that with that credit card you got in your hand. So get out of here and get out of my face. Um, were you? And Merry Christmas to you. Uh, were you guys happy with the triple header on Christmas in the NFL? Like, were you happy with uh, somehow, some way, the NFL's got to figure out a way to make this uh, a, a yearly a yearly thing? Uh, I, I found it to be entertaining. It was awesome. It felt like Thanksgiving almost a little bit. You know, for some reason. Yeah. That's yeah, fair. You had a I lot, mean, there's a lot going on. There was a part of me that kind of felt bad. Like, hey, on Christmas Day, is this really what you want to be doing? You know, like you associate those wins, those memories, or those losses with Christmas Day, which kind of stinks. <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the Raiders, that performance by Antonio yeah, Pierce, that was – I mean, if you're a Kansas City fan, frustrating – but if you're a Raiders fan, you have to feel really, really good about where Antonio Pierce has taken this team. They didn't need to complete a pass the final three quarters in order to physically dominate the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Think about that. That's just that. ridiculous. That's like saying you could win a game against Steph Curry and Golden State without hitting any three-pointers. Right. <laughs> no threes. No threes. Nothing. <laughs> just layups. So hopefully they, Mark Davis makes an announcement and – they they hire Antonio Pierce and they they hire Champ Bailey as their general manager. Those guys have done a fantastic job. But Champ that Bailey, was, I mean, that was surprising though. Wow, Champ yeah. Bailey is GM. Yeah, he's the interim GM right now. Champ, what? not Bailey Kelly. Oh, Champ Kelly. I was about to say Champ Bailey. I thought, God dang, I just talked to Champ the other day. He, he yeah. holding out on me. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> Champ Kelly. <laughs> Both my former teammates with the with yeah. the Commanders. Oh, okay. That's why I saw you'll be coaching linebackers there next year. Yeah, I saw those messages coming through, man. I, you know, it's funny because then I started thinking about it. I was like, do I want to coach linebackers? Uh, no. In yeah. Vegas, though, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah, it would be pretty interesting. But nah, I, th- I think I'm good where I'm at. I like doing now, radio with you. By the way, not to get off on a tangent, but I did notice something that one of my buddies was like tweeting about over this time in regards to the linebackers hmm. and how they have. <laughs> They have, like, if you're an outside linebacker, they have a player like Jeremiah owusu koromoa mm-hmm. in the same category as, like, a, a Khalil Mack, mm. which neither of this, I mean, they're not even close to the same position. Not like, same. they don't give any differentiation for an off-the-ball backer versus an outside backer that plays on the ball. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. It is interesting. It is interesting because your 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 line of work. Well, there are linebackers. I always thought it was interesting that Pittsburgh Steelers linebackers were called linebackers. Right, they're DNs. 
they dance. just stand up. You know, but so now that they've created the whole edge and all that stuff, um, I don't know. It, it's I always felt like linebackers, and I know this is kind of biased, but I did choose the position. I always felt like linebackers had to be the best player on the field because they have to do what defensive linemen do. They have to be able to do what safeties do, and they have to be able to do what linebackers do. Like, I, I don't know that there's any other position where it could possibly be be safeties at some point in time, depending on the athleticism and the size. But You're I, the quarterback I don't know of the another defense, position. Right? What's You're that? Basically quarterback of the defense, right? Back in- you know, sometimes, generally, you know, you have a middle backer that takes on that role. But it could be a safety. That is the quarterback. It, it depends on who the quarterback of your defense is. And some people have it where the secondary is its own its own unit. Like they had their call, the defensive front, they had their call. And, and then, you know, the safety quarterbacks and the middle backer quarterbacks. But, you know, the middle backer, that's that's a little different. The middle backer, they're they're there to stop the run. Um, and and every once in a while, maybe running the hole and and. and cover seams here and there but the outside backers they're 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 tasked with especially like the weak side but generally speaking now both sides um they they're tasked with doing you know multiple things so uh, there you go there's a linebacker speaking of uh, linebacker uh safety conversation this is a random thought that popped into my head over the past couple of days and oh, i have no idea good. why mm-hmm. who is a better player ray lewis or ed reed oh, oh. man Man. That's that's a conversation you just don't you don't compare them. You just say that they were both yeah the they're great at their position yeah each one that's what I would say. I, I will say this. In practice, you obviously had both, like you were highlighting, but Ed Reed changed more what we did offensively than Ray Lewis did. Mm. So Ray Lewis was more like you got to get a hat on him if you're working on a double team at the second level. You you might have to, you know, leave the double team to get to Ray a little quicker than you normally would. Like you're not going to take that double team and try to push up to the second level. With Ed, we literally would go back through weeks prior film of a route that we hit for a big play, and we would put in a double move off of it because we knew once he saw that personnel, that formation, he would try to jump that route. And it could be all the way across the field. Mm. So we would literally build in like a double move on the front side and a double move on the back side, and it was all predicated on Ed Reed. Literally, like knowing what we did two or three, you know, two, three, four weeks ago. Mm. So you would redesign a play just knowing that he would recognize that if he well, saw and it. And you have game. to understand too, like our offensive coordinator was Rob Chazinski, who was with the University of Miami back during the time Ed Reed was there. Oh, so him yeah, and Ken them. Dorsey and guys like Kellen Winslow, they had such a history of, of knowing exactly how Ed prepared, what he did, and how he was. They knew how to prepare for him. Hmm. So they knew in must-pass situations, you line up in a certain personnel, certain set, he was going to know. He knew exactly what you had done leading up to that game. And they would try to get him into a position where he jumped something. And then every time, you know, we were come out there on the field, it was like, where's Ed Reed at? And, and, you know, that would a lot of times oftentimes dictate, like, hey, where are we working? Why are we working where we're working? Well, Ed's not over there. Okay. Like, that was, in essence, like what, you know, how we went about doing everything we did. So they're both obviously two of the best to ever do it. But Ed changed the way we we played offense. I think – Ray Lewis is the most dominant defensive player in the history of the game. More than Lawrence Taylor? I think I think Ray Lewis Jeez. is the most dominant football player to ever play the game defensively. Jeez, that's just like, that's my wow. my humble opinion on it. I think Lawrence Taylor was a a super super dope football player. Made made a lot of plays. At Reed, I mean, I've seen some. I've I've seen some guys that where you would sit there and you would say, "That's one of the most dominant players to play the game." But when you talk about all things given, all elements, all boxes checked off, I think Ray Lewis is is the most dominant, most most polarizing um, 
I mean, I don't know. He just he was just different, man. It just I, I think the and, and listen, I'm not saying that to to combat or or kind of debate between the two. I'm just saying for me, probably in terms of just most influential, the most kind of most everything as a defender. It's like Ray Lewis is the first name that pops into your head. And that's kind of – that's saying something. I mean, because – I mean, listen, he he really only had one Super Bowl, right? You could look at some of the other guys like LT had more than one. You, you could look at some of these other guys. And then you can look at some of the most – like the most – to me, the most dominant offensive player to ever play the game never won a Super Bowl, never even played in a Super Bowl. And, and, and some would say Jim Brown. Some would debate other guys. But I thought Barry Sanders is the most dominant football player on offense to ever play the game. I mean, I just thought he was dominant. And, you know, I don't know. I, I just, when I think of Ray Lewis, I just think of if you were to draw out what, what a defender is supposed to be in the National Football League or at pretty much any level, because he was that dude in college too, um, it'd be, it would be a Ray Lewis. I don't know. Maybe I'm a groupie though, but, um, and maybe it's, it's from I just my know quarterbacks era. who have nightmares about Ed Reed. Yeah, oh, I get it. Well, you know, there was a vote. So this is funny. There was a vote one time on who was the greatest Miami Hurricane football player of all time. And and on the panel, that while they were sitting there talking about it, it was Ed Reed. It was Reggie Wayne. It was Mike Irving. It was it was Ray Lewis. Gino um, Toretta. No, no. That, these, these guys were sitting there talking. Okay. Um, and And apparently the vote was for Ed Reed. Ed Reed was the greatest Miami Hurricanes Bro, football player. Bro, he used to hide. He would crouch down and hide on on the Ravens like fifty yard line uh, logo. Like you like you couldn't see him or hide behind like the middle <laughs> of the field ref. Because you'd be watching on film, be like, what the hell is he doing? Like, oh, he's hiding. Like he's crouching down. And he would sit there all still and then he would take off and he would end up going picking up or breaking up a play. Like I just yeah, I don't know. I I, a I, I, I huge yeah, respect for both. Yeah. Um, obviously, both are two of the, like I said, all time greats. But it's such a weird thing to think about, Jonas. Like that's I, actually, I don't know. and they were both on the same out. team, though. That's the crazy <laughs> I thing. I just popped the crazy in my thing, mind. They were both on the same team. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just was thinking about it. I was like, who's who's the, the better player? Because I mean, they were both. Yeah, they were both in the same well, team. They won that one Super Bowl. That? I don't know. I think it was watching the Ravens game, and it just I mean, popped in my head. I think it's a cool question. that's like one of those cool, you know. Table is for to talk July. about the actual Ravens game, right. now, which was a butt kicking of the 49ers. Yeah, yeah. they beat. They almost got a dump button on me just now. They 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 beat them pretty good. Yeah, they did. They, did. they beat them pretty good. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. So it was a big moment in the NFL over the weekend the Detroit Lions clinched the NFC North. So congratulations to Dan Campbell, a guy who has built uh, and helped build that team and that organization up from where he took over. It's taken a couple of years, but here they are, NFC North champions. And then, meanwhile, over in the AFC, somehow, some way, the Cleveland Browns continue to win games. Continue to win games. <laughs> with uh, a myriad of quarterbacks that are under center form throughout the course of the year because of the, the Deshaun Watson uh, debacle, uh, debacle and all that that came along with it. And the Cleveland Browns could be on the verge of clinching a playoff spot themselves. They've got the Jets coming up in a couple of nights. Joe Flacco is dealing. And so because of that, we have ourselves a two-horse race when it comes to, we were talking about the MVP odds, but when it comes to Coach of the Year odds, major movement there, Brady Quinn on DraftKings because now Dan Campbell, the favorite at plus 175, and right behind him, Kevin Stefanski at plus 185. Yeah, there it is. Neck and neck, baby. Neck (laughs) Neck and neck. neck. Both very deserving of it. Look, it's been a long time coming for the Detroit Lions, but that shouldn't take away from what Kevin Stefanski has done. And he's the only coach to be coaching a team that has got double-digit wins, and has done so starting four quarterbacks this season. All right? I mean, every other double-digit win team has had their starter all year, Mm. at least at this point, this moment. So I I don't know how you don't sit there and go, yeah, it should be Stefanski. I mean, a quarter of their salary cap isn't playing, Mm. is on IR or is not playing. One person? (laughs) Well... A quarter of their salary cap is not playing. I mean, think about that. Most teams would be hindered by that. I mean, look look at the Jets, for example. Also had played multiple quarterbacks. Good defense, good running game. It hasn't equated to any postseason aspirations. The Browns are going to be going to the postseason, okay? They've won 10 games. They're going to win one of their next two. They're going to be going to the postseason. Joe Flacco has played phenomenal in that spot. For them, by the way, Dorian Thompson Robinson's out now. He's on injured reserve. I believe he got hurt this past game with a groin injury or something, like, something of that nature. So, 
once again, and they've been using him to come in and, and kind of provide a different little changeup too on offense. He's not even part of it again. So it's remarkable what Kevin Stefanski has done to keep this team together and this locker room has done to be able to win this many games despite the ever-revolving door at quarterback and what it's been. So, look, that would be where my vote goes. And, again, nothing to take away from what Dan Campbell has built. You know, I think he doesn't could care less about coach of the year and be a little more excited about winning a Super Bowl. But for Kevin Stefanski, despite all of the adversity, to be at 10 wins right now on a team that's on the cusp of a playoff berth, that's the most deserving in my mind. Mm. Ooh, I mean, juicy fruit. Yeah, yeah, that's t- yeah, and you just hope that the flavor Damn. don't run out too quick on on uh, Stefanski. Well, it might run out quick in the playoffs. But I'm just saying, <laughs> as far as a regular season goes, has been remarkable. But I'll tell you this: he certainly has been one that has had to to endure uh, a a a major major decision on his watch, right? Like he. And there's been a ton of reasons as to why Cleveland could move on from Stefanski before this season. And and that could have been solidified this season. And it could have gone really, really bad when you figured out that Deshaun Watson just isn't isn't playing. Like you've had to your most like I can't even imagine your most expensive employee is just is he available no he's not available okay he's available this week uh but not for very long okay is he available now like the mental gymnastics that have taken place to try to figure out how to maximize the most minimum of contributions like think about that the most maximized investment you're getting the most minimum return from all from out of any of your other employees and and so to be able to navigate under those circumstances and still be able to be in the mix of it and have these guys playing inspired football I think again to me now it says more to me as a a person who analyzes and watches the game when a coach can meet and match their players on a level where they buy into their coach. And I think these guys, by the by the, the results that you're seeing that take place on, on Sundays for this team, are buying into what Stefanski and, and company are, are putting down. And to me, I, I think that's got to be the most important measurement of how you move forward with a leader of your team in, in the 2023, 24, and beyond until that evolves and changes into something different. Should Flacco get comeback player of the year? I was thinking, I was going to ask you guys that. I was going to ask you, does he qualify? I mean, look, DeMar Hamlin's the overwhelming favorite. And Still? I think, yeah. God, I, man. I, look, I, I understand. Uh, listen, the guy almost died. I get it. What? All right. I get it. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> I understand. For me personally. I mean, he did almost die. He I did. Mean, like, in, in theory, he did die, correct? Yeah. They brought him back, right? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. You know. And they brought him back to the, to that game, and he gave everybody the heart the heart hands from, from the uh, from the booth. Yeah, and, and listen, I, I'm not trying to be, no pun intended here, heartless about this, mm. but I think what Flacco has done – is more impressive than what Demar Hamlet has done this year, like on the field. Yes, I I, I think. But what wouldn't he's you done, say? I mean, if a dude lost a foot and was able to return to the game for one play, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say he's the comeback player of the year? I mean, this is the league. No, I need multiple plays. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, listen, if you've got one foot, I'm going to need to le- see at least a couple. At least of plays two out there. two plays yeah. where you use that that one foot. If you got to be a decoy on one of them, like you don't have to actually get in a route, but if if you want to be a decoy for the second play, that's fine. Then you qualify. But in all seriousness, I'm looking at Joe Flacco and I'm like, all right, he's sitting at plus four hundred. Like, what what's the better story? Just playing wise taking away from, obviously, what DeMar Hamlin overcame and, and that You can't story. take that away, though, because I, I that's the only reason why he's there. If you take that away, then, all right, then who are the other ones that we're going to go with? What what are the names? Give us the list of names. Flacco, Baker Mayfield, uh, Tua, 
Matt Stafford's on the list. Russell Wilson's on the list, but he feels like he's falling uh, I think more and more Tua, down the list. I think Tua and Baker Mayfield have a very, very strong case. And maybe even more so Baker. Very, very strong I, I, I'm case. still hoping the Vikings come back to Dobbs so he can finish out the season for hey, them. By the way, you remember when they had to move on from Dobbs because there was just too many turnovers? There was too- Yeah, two or three of which were like batted in the air like a volleyball set. What, what am I missing with the Nick Mullen stuff? Dude, like, I don't I, get it. I mean, how about this week? They were like, oh, yeah, we might either go with Nick Mullins or Jaron Hall. Like, what? Like, where's Dobbs? Did Dobbs rob somebody in, in the Vikings facility when he got I, there I, and now he's being I've, punished? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. Somebody's it doesn't make any sense. He's such a good young man. Right. He is. That, well, that's what, that's what happened. Some people so. call him the pastronaut. He's you know, such a what great he pastronaut. He's the pastronaut. <laughs> I mean... What I just great, I feel like that offense has gone downhill man. since he left. And it's like, well, he's on the roster, dude. Just put him back in. He's so smart. By the way, when uh, Nick, <laughs> Nick Mullins multiple times has been getting sacked and tried to throw the ball away, and it never goes well. Like one no. of them he threw into a no defensive lineman's why. chest. Uh, the other one he couldn't make up his mind whether he wanted to throw it away or not. And then just like I'm watching it going, what, so what was the rush to move on from Dobbs? Like I don't get it. I do not understand. Like they had an opportunity here. Like we were talking Kevin O'Connell being coach of the year as well too. Like they had an opportunity here, and now it just feels like uh, everything's kind of gone awry for the Minnesota Vikings. But mm. uh, that is uh, look, the Cleveland Browns have been a great story. You like and- Robert? What's y'all that? Like rye, y'all like rye bread? No. I mean, either. rye bread? Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Where the hell did that come from? Oh, rye. Like it went awry, and it just made me think oh, of how yeah. much I despise rye, rye bread. bread. By the way, is on rye, certain sandwiches, yeah. Is that like a, use that on, is it a Cuban? What's the, or no, it's the uh, the Reuben sandwich. Isn't yeah. isn't rye bread used on a Reuben Cuban sandwich? Cuban Reuben, same thing. Yeah, whatever. Cuban Reuben. Uh, I don't like Cuban Reuben, so, sorry, Cuban B. Damn. I'm sorry. Up. I just don't like rye bread. Yeah, not a fan yeah. either. So it's if it went awry, then it definitely went bad, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Kind of messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Not I hear bad. you. Um, so with that with so with that being said <laughs> Not with d- butter, not with jelly. Cleveland with that defense and with Joe Flacco playing the way he is, they're a scary out in the postseason, no? Who would they yeah. have in the potentially who would they have in the first round? Uh we are looking at they are the Five seed, right? They would get Jacksonville. Oh, they'll beat yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah, they'd send That's Jacksonville home. Yeah. They could People send are going to be going home. wacko for Flacco. In Hell yeah. So, so, in other words, there would be the opportunity. Does he have a statue in Baltimore or is it just Ray? Because I feel like they really love Flacco in Baltimore. Well, anyways, regardless, I mean, he could put himself in a position where he could get a statue in Cleveland, right? I mean, let's think about that. They go on a run. Who's in there? Sure. The Buffalo Bills. Everyone's always thinking about, you know. The statue? The statue. But, oh, I get yeah. it. I get it. Do you, you know, think he's back his head, about... he's kicking back, having himself a nice sip of tealing whiskey, and you think he's just going, <laughs> huh. oh, give me a statue. What if I get a statue What do I got to do How do I get a statue I mean, all I got to do is get this starting job, and then once I get this starting job, we go to the Super Bowl. Like, look at what my boy did in in, uh, Philadelphia. Nick Foles just went ahead and stepped in as the backup. Is there a statue there of him? They got a statue of him. Yeah, that play. Yeah. uh, Whatever that play was called. They got a statue of Nick Foles. At the link. Philly special. That was it. Philly special. By the but way, they're going wacko for Flacco. Yeah, they are. Can you they're imagine the people on. in Cleveland oh, right man. now? Like, hey, on, man. hey, Joe, way to go, Joe. Mm. That's, I mean, that would be the name of the statue. The wacko, wacko for, Flacco. for Flacco statue. Come on, man. Do you hear Robert Sala we'll start said, the campaign. Do you hear Robert Sala said about Joe Flacco? He said he's like an old Ford pickup truck. You're not a big fan of it in the summertime, but come January, February, it starts humming. Like mm. he just listen, he's out there just slinging it. <laughs> well, that's interesting it. because you well, would know. Every everything he said, I was listening. I was like, I don't, I don't really feel like he's he's saying anything right now. You know, like he's <laughs> like he's saying. You just the don't right figuring things. that out about Sala. Yeah, he's saying the right things, but I'm like, and you still don't answer the question. Why the you hell did you answer pick the him question? Up? Yeah, yeah. Why did he pick him up? Mm. He's got Zach. Wilson Why did you not? I mean, you called for that many weeks ago. Why did you not pick Flacco back up 
Why didn't you pick him up? He was there for anybody. <laughs> and everybody. Anybody could have had him. Yeah. And the only people that had enough to afford him was uh, oh. right. <laughs> the team that gave up 25% of their uh, <laughs> their payroll. Their, 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 By the 26% way, 26% of for payroll. 26%. I don't, I don't even, like, Joe Dang. Flacco has, has played better than Deshaun Watson has at any point during Deshaun Watson's time in Cleveland. Dang. Like, he hasn't come close to playing as well as Joe Flacco. Dang. And yet, you know what's going to happen next year? Starting yeah. quarterback week one is going to be Deshaun Watson. <laughs> and they're going to let assume. Flacco go. Yep. Dude, he's thrown for like 1,300 yards or some ridiculous number in like four games. And Something like that. How old is he? How, how, how old is Flacco? He's 38. 38. He's, that's old. Flacco for Flacco. Flacco. You can make t-shirts, LeVar. You know, when, when he was in Baltimore, they call him Joe Flacco. <laughs> Flacco. <laughs> A few people understand where I'm coming from with that, too. Flack A. Hey, hey, young. Hey, young, y'all see the way Flack A play. <laughs> he plays I'm a ball, this. yeah. I'm not no, don't worry this. about it. Don't worry about it. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, man. Hey, hun. <laughs> you see the way hey, I do. Brady, you know Dave Wanstat, oh right? God. Like, you yeah. hung out Wanstat with Wanstat, right? Yeah. Um, so I heard him tell a story on – he was on the score in Chicago, and I heard him tell this story that he, when he was at Pitt, Joe Flacco was a freshman there, and yep. they had Tyler Palco. But, but they, they wanted to keep Flacco because they saw him throwing in spring ball and were so impressed by his arm. He's like, God, we got to figure out a way to keep him. But Flacco's dad – wanted him to transfer and was trying to get him out because he knew that he wasn't going to play right away and he wanted to try and get him out to go transfer somewhere else. So Wanstead said to try and entice him to stay at Pitt, they made up an award to give to Flacco. And it was like some gimmick award of like most impressive player in spring ball, completely made up because they were trying to entice him to stay and that his dad said, you know, we appreciate it. Like, they they had him this trophy, all this stuff. And he said, but we're going to go ahead. And back then, the transfer rule was you had to sit out a year if you went to right. D1. And so that's, went down to Delaware, that's, that's yeah. how he went to Delaware and Palco just started swinging was, it. I mean, they said he was the next coming of Marino when he was coming out, man. Didn't work out that way. But, no. man, it was, there was a lot of pressure to play him because of all of – the, the fanfare that was connected to him. And, and LeVar, when you go to Delaware, because you've been, obviously your son plays yeah. there, it's Flacco Oof. everywhere, right? He's a Oh, guy. man, they love him. Yeah. In fact, he gave the school a ton of money, and I believe they named the gym, the weight room, something is, is named after um, Joe there. But, yeah, they, oh, man, he's, that's it. That's, you know, they love Gannon, but, but, Flacco is like they they love them some 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 Flacco man. They were wacko way before Cleveland was for Flacco. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six a.m. Eastern, three a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know O O O O'Reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Why does Brady say ooh like that, though? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, you, that's like you said something way wrong boy <laughs> you ain't getting out of the way of that wrong hey, by the way who do you think uh leads the year in dumps oh q it, easily we've, yeah. we've talked about you that. asked now, that yeah you ask now, it like every other week but you, you literally every other week yeah every, every other week i ask that question you're right I mean, every much, other right. like the last month or so um because lavar's had the last two uh yeah so I, I want to know like if that's gotten uh, that us closer. I just didn't yeah. want I just didn't want Q to feel like he was by himself. I don't know, so. I don't feel like I don't feel like that's true because I got I got popped last week. Yeah, but mm. you shouldn't have. That's that's well, the other, that's different. Yes, that's, different. <laughs> that's the other part of this too. Sam kind of threw a wrinkle into everything because we're getting dumped for. You know, saying we you, if you cut a fart on the air, you get dumped. Do you remember yeah, what that's it was for? That, that's not. Do you guys true. remember what it was for? Um, it was. It? Yeah, go ahead. It was because I couldn't say bunghole liquors, even though that's yeah, a legitimate that's right. business. Yeah. You yeah. dumped me for that. Yeah. yeah. In Massachusetts, yeah. I looked it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, that wouldn't have been even if it wasn't a beer, you wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been dumpable because there was not an act or anything connected to what you said. You just gave 100 percent. Yeah, and that was not vulgar language. So just saying, you just got to keep up with your rule book and stuff like that so you can toe the line. Like, I put my <laughs> I put my toenails over the line. Hold on. And- can, we, can we just investigate this for a second? What? Hey, we're thinking about starting a liquor store. Yeah? What are you going to name it? Bunghole Liquors. I mean, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> By the way, if you go onto their website, they sell merch. It's yeah, the verse is actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like there's no way that uh, that that's anybody who's like who doesn't have already a reputation uh, preceding them. Like, yeah, well, of course you would name it that. Of course, that would be what you go with. They could probably have crappy prices on booze, and it doesn't matter because the right. name is so great. They're always going to stay in business. You know what's crazy about us t- talking about it? <laughs> Is that a bunghole is something that's bored into a liquid tight barrel yeah, to remove contents. Yeah, isn't it like uh like part of a keg or something, Sam? You was cork saying? it. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's it, you cork you cork the bunghole. You cork it. Oh my gosh. And that shouldn't You're be fine. dumpable because I'm talking about as it applies to a barrel. I hear you. Where you can get contents from it like cognac 
or, you know, those types of things that come from barrels. So there you go. Corking barrels, corking bungholes. You know, there you go. Jesus. I get it. Uh, I mean, that's that's just what it is. That's that is no, the, the real you, definition of most, it. Most people don't know what the word is. So that, that's that's really the genesis. We're, we're so here to educate. So like now, Sam yeah, didn't right. know what yeah. a bunghole was. And, and totally then, and totally dumped you quick. Which, by the way, for, for, as much, for as much as he knows, right, he should have known what exactly that is. And then been able to say, okay. And then he should have realized. I also told him it was a legitimate business. But speaking of things that we've brought up on the show that got dumped, but there are some things that I try to bring up on the show that <laughs> Lee doesn't include. <laughs> Lee, I sent you sound yesterday. Yes, and I have it. Okay. Did, were you coherent <laughs> yesterday? Because I didn't really get, didn't get much back from you, buddy. Uh, I, I apologize for that. That is my fault. I do have it, though. How, hold on. How drunk were you yesterday? <laughs> he was in Jamaica. You heard him. I did not well, have that it. That or Ghana. I wasn't sure which. He wasn't drunk. He wasn't drunk in Jamaica. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I've been good. No, I haven't had any drink. Nothing to drink. Everything I I'm not going to try that. Lamar, what do you think? What do you think the conversation sounds like over there between Lee and the in-laws? Like, if you had to guess, if I had to guess, I mean, it'd be fine. Lee, be fine. Lee's fine. Like you, you got to understand. Like Jamaican culture is is very blended, man. It's very blended. And you it look it up, blended. like West Indies and all that stuff. You 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 start to see the mixes and where people came from and origins and stuff like that. You, you do know that Bob Marley's half white. You do know that, right? He's mixed. Did you know that? One of the most famous Jamaican singers and activists in the history of all history is mixed. Apparently, Lee is too. So apparently, <laughs> Lee must be a descendant of of <laughs> well, the Sir Robert. Lee's you know? not mixed. He's actually pretty definitive on how he feels about things. <laughs> <laughs> the captain, twenty three and me, says I am uh, straight hate. Jamaican. Hey, by the way, really white. No, no wonder, no you wonder, white dog. <laughs> by the way, you no. white. No wonder why Lee seems so out of place in Ireland. That makes sense. I get it. Out of place. It was a road game for him. I get it. Lee's like, what the hell is going on here, man? TNG, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lee. What said that? Else? <laughs> I said it, Adi. G&T, please. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, I don't know about GT now. If he would have started saying red stripe or, or something else, <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a little different, you know. By the way, red stripe, eleven ounce beers. You buy a twelve pack, you're getting shorted a beer. What a mm. scam! What, what a do you, scam. What do you think about that, Lee? Why don't you do something about that? Make a couple of calls. I'll, I'll make some calls. I don't know what it is about red stripe. It always gives me like really bad heartburn. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Did you have conk? Did they have conk available? <laughs> no, no conk there. No conk. No. Did they have okra? Uh, oh, no, I had okra though. It's love good. me some fried okra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they have some ackee and saltfish? I had uh, jalof, which is uh, mm-hmm. like goat curry, and then a lot of mm-hmm. oxtail. Curry goat, bro. Yeah, curry goat. Sorry. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, don't go goat curry. Um, go is curry. it maffy or maff? I'm not sure. Or I think it's maffy. Uh, mm-hmm. It's oxtail mm-hmm. dish. Why are you asking mm-hmm. us? Some black-eyed peas. Red, oh, red, red. <laughs> so why'd it got to be black-eyed? Damn, Lee. Uh, lots of lots Of course of you did, but you don't got to tell everybody. <laughs> Crab's not Jamaican or or Ghana, Ghana, but lots mm. of crab, lots of crab. Okay, yeah. all right, very good. Okay, did you um, use your fingers when you was eating? Oh uh, yeah, oh of when course. you went to Ghana with it, you switched over to Ghana. You went from they, utensils to fingers. I was being, I was being, I don't know if that was, <laughs> I was being messed you? with or not, but they were like showing me how to. Eat, yeah, you uh, gotta you gotta get like the little little dough. You gotta get the dough, and you gotta use your fingers, and you gotta dip it, and you gotta eat it like at the same time as the other stuff that that you're dipping it in. Well, the, yeah, that that I'm good with. It's it's more so like where you grip the bone and how you how you suck it in and Whoa. all that stuff. Yeah. Whoa, pause. Yeah, that's know. uh. They might have been. They might have been joking you. Yeah, exactly. They might have been. Somebody might have been filming you secretly, my <laughs> let's, G. Let's you know. see how committed he really is. Um. <laughs> So, uh, so why is Lee sucking on that bone like that? Damn. 
Damn. Hey, formerly um, known as as Twitter, now X. <laughs> Viral video of Lee DeLapa, <laughs> two pros and a cup of Joe, <laughs> sucking on a bone during the holiday season. <laughs> by, the, by the way, by the way, um, the articles that Brady sent over to you, the video. First hmm. of all. Uh, Brady called this a long time ago before anybody else did. The John Harbaugh Brock Purdy resemblance is Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that is John Harbaugh's love child. You can't look that close or similar and not be related. I can't unsee it. When you brought up the first time, I literally, that's all I think about whenever I see Brock Purdy. It's the beginning of the season. Yeah. It's it's John Harbaugh. You said it last. It's cool that John Harbaugh heard about this. Yeah. And John Harbaugh actually uh, commented to uh, Brock Purdy as well, too, after the game. Yeah, it's very nice after uh, he throws four picks. Very nice yeah. to, uh, to to hug him up also. Uh, and then LeVar's guy, Mike Mike McDaniel's got some. By, uh, by the way, that's the first words from the coach that just. just <laughs> hey, everybody you. says we look alike, buddy. Yeah. Well, it wasn't much more else to talk about, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. It wasn't like hell of a game. I was like, well, if he would have walked up to him and said, hey, son, now that would have been funny as hell. Hey, hey, child. It is is always funny when people will say things like, depending on what they say to you after the game, like if it's a quick, just like best of luck, it's like, well, you're screwed because they they don't believe that you have any shot of of continuing on in this current manner. So, Mm. And then, mm. then if you're Tom Brady and you walk off the field, people get upset about it. Ryan Fitzpatrick holds grudges for years afterwards if you don't shake his hand. So there's two ways you can go about it. Uh, Mike McDaniel, by the way. Uh, now, was this on hard knocks that this was caught or was this just, uh, just yeah. on the sideline? So the in-season hard knocks, uh, Mike McDaniel, was uh, he, had, uh, he had a couple of shots at a former Dolphins great. How's he going to do Dan Marino like that? Play, what if play he say? I couldn't time. understand it. Yeah, play it one more time. You're going to listen closely. He's basically Dan Marino's in his gold jacket on the sidelines, the Dolphins' sidelines, and Mike McDaniel is heckling him as he's standing there saying how he's going to come after his records, and his, his records don't mean bleep. Mm. <laughs> F your records. <laughs> We're coming for your records. He's an F your records. F We're your coming records. for your records, Dan. Oh, dude, is is Mike McDaniel not the most lovable dude ever? I became a fan after watching uh, Hard Knocks. I ain't going to lie. Like, I thought he was a cornball before Hard Knocks. So, Damn. there you go. Hard Knocks served its purpose because I'm all in. I'm all in on him, as if it mattered. If you, it didn't if matter, you but. think about it, like I feel like reality TV has taken a bit of a turn, in, in especially in sports, in helping build up players' brands and, and really their likability, which is part of that brand, right? Like Kirk Cousins, a lot of people, you know, when I start to think about Kirk Cousins, and he goes to the, show. The, the quarterback series. And yeah, like, you're right. Now everyone, everyone's a huge fan of him, which they, you know, anyone who met him would probably have been a fan anyway. And Mike McDaniel's the same way where, you know, you probably didn't really know what he was like as a coach. You kind of see this personality in a press conference and you think that's it. You get a peek behind closed doors. You go, I mean, this guy's pretty, pretty cool. Like this guy's like a leader of men. It, it might not look and sound like Dan Campbell, but what he's saying is real and it's authentic. It's genuine. It's, it's what needs to be said. You know, he, when he kind of broke – and by the way, I, I love they showed a glimpse of it uh, on social media, so a lot of people could probably search and see it. But they went back over where they got their butts kicked a, a, a few weeks ago. And he basically put up on their own film examples of, first, him making what he, he said was a bad call. Didn't really leave Tua which, with much to do besides a fadeaway, uh, a fadeaway fade. You know, or, or throw to the back of the end zone versus all-out pressure versus cover zero. And so what he did first was he, he made himself accountable for a mistake, which then makes everyone else feel like a little bit more easy if you want to go ahead and be critical about them. And so then what was the next thing he points out? He points out the quarterback, the next leader of the team. And he's like, Tua doesn't miss throws. 
Tua doesn't miss these layups, but when he's having to overcompensate for someone else because I gave him a bad call earlier, I'm not having a good game, this is what happens. And his whole point was basically being open, being honest, being real about the mistakes to fix them and being a man about it because that's what, that's, what, that's what men do. You know, they, they realize that when they make a mistake, they're accountable for it, and they go and fix it. They're not scared of making that same mistake or another mistake again because they know they're going to build and fix it from there. So not to get off on this, you know, whole, you know, diatribe or, or soapbox about Mike McDaniel, but I do feel like these shows have really helped change in a lot of people's minds and opinions, like the brands or the likability of a lot of these players and coaches, and it's it's been a good thing. Like I think between Netflix and, and HBO and everyone who's done these, it's actually worked out to their benefit. Where I don't know that we always felt that way in the past. By the way, you mentioned uh, earlier, like it seems like the Raiders have a move as far as their head coach goes, and it's got to be Antonio Pierce. Uh, he actually spoke with the media yesterday, and they asked him, you know, basically, what do you need to do to prove that you're the guy for the job? Let's take a listen. Well, my resume's on the grass. Which one? I can put up a fancy presentation. I've seen that before. I can put up stats. I can put up my resume. Um, but the best thing that happened for me was opportunity. And as like I said this maybe last week, you know, the worst day I was going to be as a head coach was my first day. And each day is my job, and, and I, I really take pride in growing each and every day to get better. No different than when I was a player to get better. And by the end, you know, you look at it, whatever your career was and whatever my coaching career is, that you sit there and say, look, yeah, that's what he was. And hopefully Mark Davis sees uh, improvement and growth within our team. He sees the style and play that he wants from the Raiders. He sees a fan base that's behind us. He sees a building that loves coming to work and loves being here and people that's covering the team, enjoying covering the team. And at the end of the day, we got to win. And right now, my record, our record is 4-3. and three. He's going to get that gig. LeVar, you called it, man. You said you know, it. He's going to get had, the job. I had the unique opportunity of playing against him in college, playing as a teammate in the pros on the two teams that we played for, so both in Washington and in New York. And then he got me into coaching. So I coached for, for several years with him as well. And, and full circle, interesting, Jack Jackson, Jack was the first, Jack Jack was one of the first kids that I built a relationship with when I went to Long Beach Poly. And so for him to be a castaway um, and, and, and of sorts from, from New England and to get picked up and then be in the game making, making a big play like he did, um, it's interesting because AP took him in in college too. You know, he was a transfer and ended up finishing out in at Arizona State as well. I was actually supposed to, at some point, go to Arizona State with Antonio Pierce. So I established that that line of of our communication or our our relationship to say everything that you heard him say is who he is. He does work every single day to be better. He's he is one of the most bright brilliant minds as it applies to football that I've ever been around. I mean, his, his ability to dissect, diagnose and, and make things simple. I think that that was the best part about Antonio as a player was as his teammates, he, he understood schematics and, and roles so well that he actually explained it clearer and better than what the coaches did. It's like, okay, the coach is saying it. He's telling you what the scheme is, da-da-da. Here's what you do, da-da-da, boom, 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 You flatline on following where the coach is. And AP would come back behind the coach and start explaining it to the different guys. And he'd explain it in a way. He's like, okay, just basically what this means, go to the flat. Like, basically what this means is when you see this, drop to the hook. You know, stuff like that, just making things very, very, very simple to to understand and to to kind of comprehend. But his body of work as as a player speaks for itself. He was the captain of a team that had a Hall of Famer on it, maybe arguably um, a, another Hall of Famer or so with with OCU Manura. Um But Michael Strahan was on that that defense, um, it, you know, and and him as a coach at Long Beach Poly. Uh, his approach to how we prepared and how we, we went after things was 
that of a pro or college type of coach. And and so I'm happy for him. I couldn't be prouder of the job he's been able to do. Um, that was kind of his plan was to, to get, get experience at the high school level, make a move to the college level. And then eventually I, I thought he was going to stay at the college level, but we all know kind of what took place there with all of the recruiting and stuff like that and how everything was changing at that point in time. And we're seeing that take place with, with Harbaugh now, but super proud of, of AP, man. And I think he – I mean, I, I heard four games was the number. That was – you know, I talked to several different people – um, within the organization that not pretty, pretty and then pretty pretty close to what what's going on and they said that if he was able to pull out four games during his time there in the manner which that you know was pleasing that it would probably most likely be his gig yeah feels like it oh 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 o'reilly are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.